welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Amen and amen. amen. Let's share a word of prayer. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to be with us this morning. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We thank you for your awesome presence. We pray that as we are about to study your word, let the teaching and the discussion of your word bring light and illumination. And let our lives never be the same again. Let us leave this place revived in knowledge in your word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 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 So this morning, we are sharing on the subject, praying to get results. Praying to get results. We start our teaching this morning from James chapter 5. Verse 16 to 18. From James chapter 5, from 16 to 18. The Bible said, Confess your sins or your faults one to another and pray for one another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availed much. For some time now, we have been dwelling on the subject of prayer. So this morning, we want to make sure that we are not praying in vain. We are not praying by heart. We are not praying carelessly. We are not praying amiss. So the Bible said, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Elias was a man subject, like, subject to like passion as we are. And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain. And he prayed. It didn't rain. He stopped the rain. He prayed, and he released the rain. It means prayer must be littered in our lives as believers. But the problem is that people stop praying because they don't receive answers. So this morning in our discussion or in our morning devotion, we are going to look at some things that can put your prayer in a posture that can receive an answer. You can pray and not have results. You can drive and never get to a destination. Are you here with me? You, you can gain admission to the university and come out with nothing. So it's not just about prayer. The devil is not worried when we pray. He's only worried when we pray well and we pray effectively because that is the only time we can receive an intervention from heaven. James chapter 4 verse 3, NLT version of the Bible. Please follow the teaching, follow the morning devotion, get your Bible and let's do a devotion together. The Bible said, and 
even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. So when our prayers become selfish, he said, when you ask God in prayer, he doesn't give you what you ask for because you are asking to feed your pleasure and your feeling. Give me the um, GNT version quickly. And when you ask, you do not receive it because your motives are bad. So you can have a bad motive when you are even praying. Fire, fire. It's a bad motive. Why? There's a motive that you are asking for that prayer, that thing. And God knows our motives. And if that motive is wrong, he will not give us what we are asking for. He said, you ask for things to use for your own pleasure. May you shift from, may you shift from becoming a selfish Christian and becoming a useful Christian. Amen. Your motive in prayer can determine right from the beginning whether God will answer your prayer or not. Our motives in prayer. Why are you asking for that breakthrough? Why are you asking for that marriage? Why are you asking for that car? Why are you asking for that miracle? What is the motive driving you into prayer? What is the motive driving you in the fasting and prayer? Our motive is the, the lead way, is the high highlighter that will indicate to heaven whether they should give attention to our prayers. Now, how, can, how then can I pray to get results? How should I pray? Do you know one day the disciples were frustrated in prayer? You know, our frustration in prayer didn't start now. The apostles, they, were, they, they saw Jesus praying, having results. You command the blind eyes to see, they will see. You command the lame to walk, they walk. You pray to his father, God will answer. But when they pray, Yamutu, nothing. <laughs> they prayed and prayed and prayed, and they had no result. And they got so frustrated, and one day they told Jesus, teach us how to pray. And today we're going to look at, let's say, 10, 10 ingredients that can make your prayer saucy to receive answers. Are we ready to write in scriptures? Yes, Number one, our prayers must be fervent and effectual. James chapter 5 verse 16 said, confess your sins one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. So your prayer for healing, your prayer for forgiveness, your prayer for wholeness must come in a certain quality. So he begins to show us how that prayer our prayer must be fervent and effectual. We have so many people that pray as if they are praying to see whether prayer works. Yes, so actually. They are doing it because somebody is forcing them to pray. They are doing it because somebody may ask them. Somebody will be preaching and say, nowadays Christians don't pray, so he just wants to do something. But the Bible said, James said, the effectual that is the adjective on the prayer 
that produces, that produces results. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. Give me the message version. Quickly. You need to write fast with me because we are going to move in scriptures. Make this your common practice. Confess one, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you can live together whole and healed. The prayer of a person living right with God is something powerful to be reckoned with. So the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man, the right kind of prayer, is the right kind of prayer. Effective. Fervent. Fervent means a jawum. Yeah. There is there is a boiling point. It has passed boiling point. There is an intensity in the prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. We should pray consciously and intentionally. Consciously. Holding the wheels of prayer. One of the greatest forms of intercession in the Bible was when a guilty man runs into the temple or the tabernacle and holds the horns of the altar. He must make sure that he doesn't fall from the altar. Else when he falls down, his pursuers can take him up. So he will hold on. Effective, fervent prayer. And we, this generation, must return to effective prayer. Effective prayer. Where there are prayer meetings and you know that the Spirit of God is there. You know that God is moving. You know that the corporate prayer is effective. When you are praying in your room alone, there is fervency. It's not when you are praying in your room alone, you're on Facebook, you're on your phone, you are watching television, you are watching BBC, you are watching this, you are watching that. It must be effective and effectual. And effectual. Number two, the prayer that to produce results is the prayer that comes with action, energy, and efficacy or efficiency. I don't know how you will pray without an action. Because prayer is communicating, communication with God. It's not just talking to God. It's communicating with God. Hannah prayed at a point, her voice disappeared, but her posture, her actions, spoke to Prophet Eli as though she was a drunkard. I don't know how you can make, I don't know how Jesus will shout, Ephata! And there will not be action. <laughs> I don't know how the blind man by the road will be shouting, Son of David, have mercy on us. Son of David, have mercy on us. How they'll be shouting without an action. I don't know how Elijah will be in posture on the mountain praying and will not have an action. I can't tell. That is why the priests, whilst they were burning the incense, the burning of incense is a form of prayer. The uh, uh, incense rising to heaven is a sign, it's a symbol of prayer. But when the, it's happening, there is a priest moving the incense. There, there is always an action in prayer. Your energy, your efficiency, Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7. He said, who in the days of his flesh 
So Jesus, when he was on earth, some of us behave like we are already in heaven. But there, were, there was a season in Jesus' life that he lived like a man. Remember, he's a son of man and he's a son of God. So Jesus, in, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered prayers up, up offered our prayers and supplications with strong crying. How do you cry without energy? Strong. When you hear strong, it means energy has been incorporated in the cry. Strong crying. <laughs> Charlie, we have to go back to those days when we prayed with strong crying and tears. He says strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared. Strong crying and tears. A prayer that will produce answers is a prayer that has energy. Yeah. Sometimes we criticize people. Why are they praying with their energy? Sometimes we don't read all scriptures. Then we just criticize. How do you Pray with strong crying and not use energy. Oh, you're a medical doctor, Dr. Roland, tell me. Give me another version. Give me another version. While he lived on earth, anticipating death, Jesus cried out in pain and wept in sorrow. Have you cried in pain before? Did you use energy? When you finish, you lose energy. So the effectual prayer a prayer that produces results comes with an action and energy. When you see people crying and praying and they are moving their body, don't mock at them. Somebody too may not move his body, but once he's sitting there praying, the amount of energy coming out of him, the kilojoules of energy, you cannot pray effectively without the involvement of your energy. No. Luke chapter 22, verse 41 to 44. Maybe next week I'll teach on, on, the, on something on prayer, the postures. There is no specific posture for prayer. There is no formula for prayer. There is nothing like that in the Bible. Because prayer is communication with God. The way I will communicate with an illiterate is not the same way I'll communicate with an illiterate. The way I will communicate with a child is not the same way I will communicate with an adult. So when God, when you approach God, God knows our levels. Some must quote scriptures. Yes, some must quote scriptures because they have passed a certain, when you are talking to a judge as a layman, he doesn't expect you to quote article, something, something, constitution, one, one, one. But when you are a lawyer and you are standing in the court and you are talking to a judge, you must quote so there is nothing like eh, the prayer that God, you have to quote the scripture. I'll show you why sometimes we insist that quote the scripture. But it is not the quoting of the scripture that perfects the prayer. Because prayer is communication with God. When I am confused, I am dismayed, I am in pain, and I'm sorrowful, I may not remember any scripture. All I will do is sob before my God. Oh God, help me. Oh God, deliver me. Do you think God will not answer me if I didn't quote scripture? The Bible said, and he withdrew, withdrawn 
And when he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast, and knelt down and prayed, 42, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but that thy will be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. That means he lost energy. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly. That means he was already praying earnestly. Earnestly. What is the meaning of earnestly? Can you get us some synonyms? Earnestly. Just get us some synonyms of earnestly. It's a morning devotion. We are not rushing anywhere. I hope you are being blessed. Share it with on your page. Invite somebody. We are learning about prayer. So for the angel to come around to strengthen him, it meant that he had lost energy. He had become weak. So what is earnestly? Earnest, to be earnest. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Earnestly, and he sweats. How do you sweat when you are not using energy? How do you sweat when you are not in action? So you can imagine Jesus. I am he was praying with earnestness and he was sweating. <laughs> praying. Holding the trees, lying down, whatever. So to be earnest means seriously, solemnly. Seriously, solemnly. Are you, are you, are you, are you giving us more? Are you here? Please, can you get us? Just, just mention them. Zealously. Zealously. With much energy. With much energy. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. So, earnestly means with much energy. May our prayers come with much energy. Amen. Yeah. Enthusiasm. Intensity. Intensity. That is the word. A jawum. There's fervency. There is flow. That was the kind of prayer Jesus was praying to God. Number three, we must intersperse our prayers with worship and praise. We must, our prayers must be filled with seriousness and must be interspersed with worship and praise. James chapter 5 verse 17. Let's move on. Time is running. Elias was a man subject to like passion as we are, and he prayed earnestly and it might, that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space. So he prayed earnestly. He prayed seriously. So our prayers must come. You must take prayer serious. Sometimes you see people in prayer meeting, you don't know whether they, they really came to pray. You know, if you are even praying to God in your room, you must not assume that nobody is there so you are not serious. Sometimes our posture in prayer is very important. Very, very important. Are you taking the prayer serious? The prayer you are saying God is not answering. How serious are you praying on? Are you serious with that prayer? Luke chapter 11 verse 2. He said, and he said unto them, when ye pray, say, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So intersperse your prayer with worship. Worship is not just a song. So maybe some of you were thinking that I was going to say sing a song. Oh, song is part of it, but worship is adoring God. It's letting God know who he is in your life. So letting him know what you know he can do. So in your prayer, you must acknowledge him. He said, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Have your way. So in your prayer, Philippians chapter 4, verses to 7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Verse 7. Verse 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. So by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. The prayer that God answers is the prayer that is laced with thanksgiving. Hallelujah. May your prayers come with thanksgiving. Amen. Number four, we should pray with continuous insistence. Insist on what you are asking for. Insist, continue to insist on what you are asking for. Continue to insist. Matthew chapter 26, verse 39 to 44. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou will. And he cometh unto the disciples and findeth them asleep, and saith unto Peter, what could, you, what could you not wait with me in an hour? Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again the second time and prayed on the same subject. So why is it that people say, when you repeat prayer, you don't have faith? We have learned so many things that are, if I should say, worthless. That when you pray again on a subject, it means that you don't have faith. But Jesus, the Bible said, he went again for the second time and prayed, oh my father, if this cup if this cup may not pass, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I, except I drink it, thy will be done. The same content. And he came and found them asleep again. And he was not discouraged. He was not discouraged. Some of us, when you come for prayer meeting and somebody is not praying well, then you think that you should pray like Jack. You know where he's coming from. <laughs> you know, he, he may not need anything as you. Well, you know, you know, nobody's behind you. <laughs> you don't have anybody. Oh, by a cry, it was your last transport you brought. Yeah, bump, I own, so be, obedge now. Suppose, suppose, suppose. You've joined him. Or chain check, $500,000 on Monday. Oh, when we get our church, it's not a bad thing. 
Say, oh, if you, if you pray too much, the girl will say, you are, you are, you are cliffy. Oh, Baba, Hannah. Into obey your own bomb piano. Cobatas. You have other phonetics to the tongues. Cobatas, so 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 much. Because the woman will say, uh, This gra gra apostle, Baba, Hame, you will not take me out and buy up, what kind of life is that? Then he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them and went away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Insist on what you are asking for. Keep insisting on heaven. You will get results. You will get results. Daniel chapter 10, verse 12 to 14. I'm showing you how to pray to get results. Not just to pray. Not just to pray. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thy heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I have come for thy words. So the angel came for the words of Daniel. Not for his handsomeness, not for his name, but because of his speakings to God, the angel had appeared, the angel has responded to the words. What are you saying? What are you saying in prayer? What are you saying? What do you confess? The angel came, came on a visitation, not by the location of Daniel, but by the words of Daniel. He came. You let me continue. Then said, but the, the prince of the king of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. And I remained there with the kings of Persia. Verse 14. Now I've come to make thee understand what shall befall thy people in the latter days. For yet the vision is for many days. So the angel came because Daniel insisted on the deliverance of his people. He kept insisting. First Kings chapter 18 verse 1. Quickly. First Kings chapter 18 verse 1. And then we'll go to verse 42. And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go, show thyself unto Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. Verse number 42. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Camel, and he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face in between his knees. He was in that posture, praying, insisting. What he has prophesied in the verse 1 must come to pass. What God has said in the verse 1, must come to pass. He kept insisting on the prayer. Shadaba, meko, rabada. Seven times, it was on, six, six times, there was no sign, but he kept insisting. May you keep insisting in prayer. May you persevere in prayer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Number five, we must pray in the will of God to get results from God. We must pray 
in the will of God to get results from God. 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 36. 1 Kings 18, 36. And it came to pass at the, at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day, thou art God in Israel. Let your will be established, and that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at thy word. When we stand in the will of God, when our prayer is planted in the will of God. So now, this is where sometimes we insist that your, back your prayer with scripture. Because it is only around scripture that you are sure you are in the will of God. Are you here with me? It is, it is when it's around the scriptures that you know that you are in the will of God. So quoting the scripture is not just for you to quote it but it's for you to know, understand, and appreciate what you are going to ask from God. Is it part of his will? Is it part of his will? Is it something he's interested in to answer you? Why do you pray for, to take somebody's husband? To take somebody's job from him? And you are saying that is your position. If that is your position, God would have given it to you. Unless the person is evil and using it to push the will of the enemy, then you can have the ground to pray and remove him like Queen Vasti. But if not, you must, when you quote the scripture, when you look at the scripture, he said, and he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth fruit. So you know that until your rain comes from heaven, your earth will not give you fruit. And it gives you an understanding that when your earth is barren, what are you supposed to do? You are supposed to pray. So your, your prayers must be planted in the will of God. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 to 15. One of the secrets to a successful prayer life is having a successful quiet time life. A quiet time, consistent quiet time for yourself, you and your God. Doing quiet time every day. May you improve your quiet time with your Lord. Amen. Amen. That is when you can be planted. That is when you can know the will of God. He said, and this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Verse 15. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that, we know that, look, we know that, I'm, I am, I'll, 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 I'll be talking about that, we know that, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. Number six, we must pray in the spirit for the spirit to help us to pray in the will of God. You must frequently pray in the spirit. Lebrando sandi malo da barikes, da badoze gadi baradoza branda, le gabare ketele baduza dabe, la branda la zobale kadala, 
Rabadosa da lebra duzavale, Madaduze baraduzadaba, Le capatosotopala, Radele capalata, I capalo catata, Maladose catelebe, Iadosa da becoba, Rababa. You must learn how to pray for long in the spirit. Because sometimes, if you have experience, you can be praying maybe for your examination. But whilst you are praying in tongues, your mind can shift to your mother. <laughs> you are praying, God, I want to pass my exam. Rabba, kosha, makad. Lord, I'm going for this interview. I need a favor. Lebra, katalu, kapa. Whilst you are praying, you see that in your mind's eye, it is a family member that comes to your mind. It means that the Holy Spirit has bought into the will of God at that moment to address a need in the life of that person. But at that moment, you are asking God according to your desire. But maybe your desire at that moment, what you are asking for, God has already done it. So at that moment, you are wasting precious time. So the Spirit of the Lord will buy, will use your prayer. You are praying, Labo Shada. You are engaging him. Then he buys into the moment. Your mother is about to have an accident in three days. But at that moment, you have become the prophet of the house. As you speak in tongues, the Holy Ghost goes ahead and cancels that accident. Romans chapter 8, verse 26 to 27. Quickly. Romans chapter 8, verse 26 to 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for. This scripture has been misquoted many times by intercessors. For we don't know how to pray. No. The Bible didn't say we don't know how. You must know how to pray. Roland, you must know how to pray. But what to pray for is the challenge. That is why you must pray in the spirit. You must know. You, you don't learn how to pray by praying. No. It's a wrong statement. Whoever made it. I'm sorry to say it's a wrong statement because you don't learn how to drive by driving. You get an accident and die. You don't learn how to fly a jet by going to sea. You die. <laughs> you must know how to fly the jet. And that's what we are doing today, to know how to pray. But what to pray for is a challenge. The what to pray for. Yeah, what to pray for. So he said, likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for, as we ought. So you think that you need this, but that is not what you should be praying for. It's a wrong prayer. Wrong prayer. Cry wrong. They are wrong prayers. And we have all prayed wrong prayers before. Because until a man buys into the mind of the Spirit, he is born to make a mistake. So the Bible says, but the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be altered. Verse 27. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the spirit. The mind. So what is the mind of the spirit? It's only the spirit of God that searches the heart, that knows the mind of the spirit and can buy into the mind of the spirit and make intercession for us. 
So when you are praying, Lebo Shada Migolomoza, Ikadadi Mokoda di Kasa, Rabba Baba Baba Baba, Ikadada Bo Shandalaha, Akeneme Uakindanduakaya, Intolomozapa. As you are praying, the spirit is buying into the mind of the spirit. Because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the, the will of God is in his power. He is our lawyer. He has the constitution of God. So whilst you pray in the spirit, you engage your lawyer. So don't make fun of people praying in tongues. Our generation is too gone haywire. We laugh at people in prayer. Is God deaf? Is God deaf? Pray in the spirit. Pray, learn to pray long in the spirit. Three hours, you will never come out the door. You are there, you are seated. With music at the background. Even 30 minutes of tongues will change something about you. If it's a congregational prayer, yes, you cannot be praying tongues when you are leading prayer. You cannot pray in tongues. You have 30 minutes to lead prayer. You have spoken in tongues for 25 minutes. <laughs> what, would, <laughs> what would the people who are coming into the service pray on? So when they also enter, no, no but there should be a prayer topic. You, are, you must direct the prayer. Are you here? So that one is different. If you are leading prayer, it's a different thing. But if you are praying on your own, you must buy into the mind of the spirit. Because of time, let me move on. Number seven. Until our prayers takes its place in the will of God, it won't, it won't be answered. That is why we have to pray in the spirit. He said, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And he will not make a mistake. He will not make a mistake. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3 to 5. Verse 3 to 4. Quickly, 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 quickly. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication. Hey, I've gotten a message. Ra ba 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 ba. I think there's some few weeks I'll deal with fornication. I'll deal with it. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication, verse 4. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. Not in the last of concupiscence. The first day somebody mentioned this to me, I was wondering whether it was, what type of old James version is this? Give me First Peter chapter 2, verse 15. Quickly. He said, for, for so is the will of God that with, with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. So there are a lot of foolish men who portray their ignorance on television and radio stations against the church, against pastors, against Christians. And sometimes they are even in the church. They are foolish men expressing their ignorance. But the Bible said that when you remain in the will of God, 
and you continue to do the will of God, you will silence the ignorance of foolish men. Yeah. And this is Peter talking to the church. But you, you, they are allowed to express their ignorance. The only way we can silence them is that we continue to do the will of God. Because of time, let me go to number seven. We must submit our prayers to the processing authority in the name of Jesus. <laughs> the processing authority. You can't do anything about cocoa in Ghana except you go to Ghana cocoa bond. That is when it can be legalized, sanctioned, and allowed to operate. So our prayers must be submitted in the processing authority in the name of Jesus. Look at this. Matthew chapter 21, verse 22. What does it mean? No, let's, let's go to John chapter 14, verse 13 to 14. We are talking about the processing authority in the name of Jesus. He said, and whatsoever ye ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So when God answers your prayer, it's not that he wants to be glorified in your life. The glory of the Father is to answer our prayer so that the Son will be glorified, so that it will show that the authority has been given, all authority has been given to the Father. So anything that passes through the Father, the, the Son, will go to the Father. So far as the Father can smell the Son on your request, you are done. Put them clean. Yeah. He said, if ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Do you have that faith? We have prayed in the name of Jesus, intercessors, when you are leading prayer. Some of you. Every statement in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. Father, as you have come together in the name of Jesus, we ask that in the name of Jesus. You will glorify yourself in the name of Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Abuse of the name. <laughs> so now it loses a certain all, awesomeness in our sight. That's why the Bible says, do not use the name of the Lord in vain. Everything, Jesus, cockroach, Jesus, lizard, Jesus. <laughs> so we, we don't know, but you see, no matter how many times you use that name, and no matter how many times you commonize that name, that name still carries the efficacy to work. No matter how you become familiar with this air condition, when you power it, it will still chill. Are you here? But in your mind, if you don't take care, the abuse of that name may lose value to you. So every prayer, if you ask anything in my name, that is the confidence we have in prayer. When you enter into prayer, so far as you have access to the name, be sure God will answer your prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. Number eight, we must pray in faith. We must pray in faith. Romans, Matthew 21, 22. We must pray in faith. He said, And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive it. When you believe, the, the, what is between the asking and the receiving is believing. Until your faith is cemented in prayer, you receive nothing. What does it mean to have faith? 
believe you have what you have asked for. Number two, speak it. And number three, act on it. So you are asking God, Lord, bless me with the land. Lord, bless me with the land. Lord, bless me with the land. Believe that you have the land. Number two, speak it out. And number three, act on it. Start looking for a land. Start going to bargain for a land. Read about land. Search out land. And as you do that, the Lord will deliver it into your hands. Number nine, we must see ourselves succeeding and prospering in what we are asking for. So what you are praying for, you must see yourself succeeding in it. If you can see it, you can have it. Until you see, you are not entitled to it. What you have not seen will be far away from you. You must be able to see. Exposure brings revelation to a man. So you, you, you should be able to see that answer. See it in your mind's eye. See it in your spirit. Without revelation, there is no restoration. You must be able to see. It must be revealed for it to be restored. Until Daniel began to search by the books and he got the revelation that deliverance must be at this time after 70 years. The deliverance was far. You must be able to see. You must be able to see the answer. See that you have it. Concerning Abraham, Genesis chapter 13, verse 15. The CEV version, the contemporary English version. He said, I will give you and your family all the land you can see. If only you can see, you can have it. I will give you the land. I will give you the land. I will give you and your family all the land you can see. Oh, so, so far as you can see it, what can you see? May you begin to see big things. Amen. May you begin to visualize big things. Amen. May you begin to see big things. Amen. What you can see in prayer, when you ask the Lord, did you see it? Have you seen it? And what you don't see, you cannot have. You got to see it to have it. Tell yourself, I got to see it to have it. If you are watching, it type it. I got to see it to have it. God to see to have it. The last one, we must testify that our prayers have been answered. We must testify that our prayers have been answered. We must testify that our prayers have been answered. This is one of the things that is getting missing in the church. Testify. We have become selfish. So if God didn't do it, what will you do? Instead of you seeing yourself as a blessing, you are seeing yourself as a blessed. God did not call Abraham just to bless him. He called him for him to become a blessing to all the families of the earth. So if God has done something for you, if God has truly blessed you, you must become a blessing. Revelations 12, 11. Revelations 12, 11. I'm closing and they overcame him. This is one of the powerful part of this teaching this morning. If you have missed everything, please open your eyes, open your ears, get alert in two minutes in this revelation. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives 
unto the death. They overcame him. One of the strongest weapons we have as believers is the word of our testimony. We believe in the blood of Jesus. <laughs> we believe that is a weapon. We believe the sword. I release the sword of the spirit. But one of the greatest ways to overcome the enemy is the word of your testimony. What have you testified of the Lord? Since you became born again, what have you testified of the Lord? The word of our testimony, when you pray, testify. Now listen, everything we need have already been provided by the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. There is a divine provision for us. You have it. It's your person. Every believer has the legal right to access it. It's yours. And you can have it. But you see, Satan will not sit down and watch you. So God gives us what we can use to overcome. And they overcame him. So the part of your overcoming is in the blood and is the, in the word of your testimony. Because the enemy, John chapter 10 verse 10, the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That is his ministry and he's not going to change it. He's a thief. The devil is a thief. He has nothing. We have all things. All things are yours, says Paul to us. We have everything. But the devil visits your life to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So the blessing that is not in your life now could have been stolen. But the more you testify, the more you claim what is entitled to you. From today, you will not have prayers that have not been answered. Amen. From today, when you begin to pray, it will yield results. Amen. From today, you will become a lover of prayer because your answers will come to you speedily. Amen. Lift your voice and begin to pray for the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of grace and supplication to come upon you for prayer. Lift your voice and begin to pray in three minutes. Pray, pray fervent. We just learned about fervent prayer. This morning receive the strength of grace and supplication. <speaking in Spanish> 
We receive the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of grace and supplication in prayer. In the name of Jesus. Finally, we want to pray that anything that discourages you in prayer from today, from today, it will not have power over you. Amen. You will become a lover of prayer. Amen. You want to pray that Lord, make me a lover of prayer. Amen. Lift your voice and pray right now. Make me a love of prayer. 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 In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for teaching us your word. As we lift up our voices and pray to you, we thank you for answering us. Amen. We thank you for coming through for us. Amen. We thank you for releasing grace. We thank you for putting your hand of prayer upon us. We pray that, Lord, our prayers will yield answers. Amen. Our prayers will yield results. Amen. I pray that we are revisiting prayers we have prayed before. Amen. And those prayers shall be answered in the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank you in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Amen and amen. amen. Give the Lord a good clap wherever you are. The Lord bless you so much for joining us in this hot time of teaching. I pray that you have been blessed. I pray that your prayer life will take another turn. Next week, I may continue in prayer. I may continue in the subject of prayer. And I'm praying that by the time we go deeper in this morning devotion, we would have learned a lot of things via our discussions. If you want to send an offering, the Momo number is on the screen. If you want to bless us, bless the Lord with an offering. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.